0: Hello, my name is Scott Bradley, and this is Scott Scott Podcast, and we're back after two weeks, and I'm joined by John James. John James, what's been going on? Just a wee brief hiatus. Yeah, I know, so apologies for that, but that's us back for good, and a lot has went on in the last two weeks or so. Rangers still have not appointed a manager, and let's, we'll kick off the show by talking about that. John James, which I thought, with this whole debacle going on at Rangers right now still not appointing a manager, and you know who I want. I want Derek McInnes, and I know you're a wee bit worried about that. <laughs>
1: I I think that it's worrying from a Rangers standpoint that they haven't even they haven't approached a manager that they want. Rather that what they're doing instead is just sitting back and happy to receive applications, which is exactly where they went wrong with Warburton and Cassinia. Mm-hmm. So. It is, it's it's quite alarming to say the least. And even even though in fairness that even though I know you're not fond of, fond of him. The standard of applicant this time seems a bit better than, obviously, you've got Steve McLaren applying, I know he isn't a popular figure, he's still a better standard than what Warburton and Pedro Cassino was, however, he's not, a lot of Rangers fans don't want him, some Rangers fans seem that they would take him.
0: Really? Oh, I've not I've seen, seen one Rangers fan I've on Twitter anywhere seen that wants Steve McLaren's few, Rangers manager.
1: I've seen a few Rangers fans saying they would take him.
0: Really? Mm honestly
1: I think there's a few there's, there's that's just, baffling but in fairness there were also a few Rangers fans that were saying that they would have put Barry
0: Ferguson and take the job <laughs> no that's laughable <laughs> um, Steve McLaren I put out a wee tweet up uh, during the week I do not want to see, see Steve McLaren anywhere near Ibrox. That would be an absolute disaster. Um, so I've seen Sky Sports reporting on probably it. Like and I've seen Scottish Sun uh, reported on it. I'm like, no way, that can't be true. But then I've seen various other journalists saying, no, Rangers have not approached Steve McLaren. And I, I don't... I, honestly, at like this board right now, I, I'm not very enamoured by this board just now, but I don't think they're that daft where they, they'll actually go and appoint Steve McLaren. I think they've learnt their lesson after the Pedro Coutinho uh, debacle. See, I think that...
1: I see with all the media and the way the fans were going on about how McInnes is meant to be unveiled two weeks ago, and then he was meant to be unveiled the week after, and then he was meant to be unveiled the week after, then he was meant to be unveiled on Thursday, and then he wasn't unveiled. But I I don't I don't know if that's who the board are going for. I don't think that's who the board have in mind. I just like
0: I've been seeing it like over the last week as well in, in the papers and the, and within the media that apparently Derek McInnes remains Rangers' uh, number one uh, target. I d- the guy, we we should like, be pushing the boat out to get this guy. We need to get the funds and get him because I've been saying it for two years. See, when we got rid of Short McCall, I went, right, let's go for Dent McInnes. We ended up with Mark Walton, which I was fine with at the time. But Dent McInnes is a guy, the guy knows Scottish football inside out. It's the most uh, logical appointment. And obviously, he's worked wonders with you, right? He's totally transformed Aberdeen around. And ever since he's took over at Aberdeen, Aberdeen have at least finished in the European places. Won a League Cup. And... Th- uh, Aberdeen finished above Rangers last season uh, so John James um, if Rangers do get Dent McInnes right, if Dent McInnes if Rangers and Aberdeen agree compensation and Dent McInnes wants to come to Ibrox who would you want to replace Dent McInnes at Pataudry? I would want Jack Ross Jack Ross? Jack Ross I said Tommy Wright uh, I think Tommy Wright would be a very sound appointment and I know you're not a, like you're not a fan of like you like Tommy Wright but you're not a fan of his football no but the thing is, though, so even if it's the most turgid, rotten football, see if you're winning games, can you really complain, But Well, Rangers fans did. Alright, oh, <laughs> that was a whole different kettle of fish, though, so under Alan McCoy's. We were playing part time teams, right? And we were playing, I know it was a worse standard of football, but Rangers fans would at least expect expecting, right? The kind of players we were bringing in and the wages we were paying them, we should be annihilating these teams and playing a good standard of football in the Low Leagues, and we weren't. Well, so,
1: but the point is, if Alden did appoint Tommy Wright and he was playing just the same. Sti- well, put it this if Rangers appointed Tommy Wright and you just played the same boring lump out of the park. If I him, winning
0: football games? I wouldn't complain.
1: If in compar- well, I guarantee you would be if in comparison to the budget the Rangers have and the playing squad they have but we're we'd be expecting to, p- to play, be playing decent football and that's the same what our working fans would expect but,
0: but then again though no, this is we're in the top league now that was back in the four division days and the days when we're, like, we were expecting to play a good stand of football we're in the top league now and it's all about just for me winning games of football that's it
1: I would rather have Jack Ross come in in the, in the event that McInnes did go which I don't think he is going to go I think I would want Jack Ross. Jack Ross is my, in, in every sense, he's my next Aberdeen manager. When McInnes does eventually go, I want Jack Ross.
0: That's what makes you right, What makes you think McInnes won't go? Like So, So let's get it straight. See if Rangers came in for McInnes, right? And Aberdeen Rangers managed to agree compensation. Do you actually think McInnes said, nah, no thanks, I'm going to stay here?
1: I don't care what people say, what they decide, about, that he's a Rangers man. That's not a club that is set up to go forward right now. That club needs a complete wipeout. The, the, not, not, not just the playing staff. That whole board is not, is not the board that's going to take that club forward. And it's, it's not it's not as bad as what Sundown would uh, You've seen it before. McInnes is more than happy to reject a club that don't have the right circumstances. He said it himself. The club, the, if you're a moving club, you have to have the right circumstances. Rangers right now are not are not a club that is right in the boardroom. And if he, if he went in there, he's going to have to deal with that board. I think there'd be a higher chance if the board was full of people that rangers could trust and i don't think there's any trust between that board and the fans and that's why i don't think McInnes. Would i don't in. think it,
0: it is as bad as people are making out right of course the board of underperforming uh, like underperformed massively right now and but that's that what like they're, they're, they're really underperforming but the thing is so though it it'll be a complete step up for so McInnes, and and i said to you all, pod. If McInnes goes to Rangers, he's got a much better chance of that challenging for the title than he would if he stayed at Aberdeen.
1: That does not improve... Just bringing in a manager does not improve the boardroom. Bringing him in it does not mean that suddenly it's all going to get rosy at Rangers. That's not how it works. There's clearly other other circumstances that work at Rangers. You've seen the financial reports that have came out. Something's not right and it needs fixed. Bringing in McKinnis doesn't solve all that. They need a complete clear out to fix this, th- what's going on. And... I don't think the manager is the one that comes in and
0: changes it. But also look at this way, right? You notice it's how. Anytime McKeith was getting asked uh, in his press conferences about the Rangers job, he didn't actually come out and say, "No, I'm he not interested." He never said that once. He said, the same, said
1: the same thing about every job. He's been. If you look back at every job that he's been, like, well, if he said the exact same thing.
0: It made like it made total sense though for him to reject someone because look at the absolute shambles they're in right now. No, but see, when you look at us though, right, see long term though, if like, see if McInnes knocks back Rangers, this could be his only chance to ever go to like a club like Glasgow Rangers, right? So if he knocks us back, he may never get the chance again. And see long term though, if he comes into Rangers, he works through the, the tough times we're going through just now, if he works through that, look at the long term goal. Cause He's got a better chance of winning the league with odds, right? And and as you know, but are a, a big club, big bigger doesn't, budget. it doesn't It'll make sense for Rigo, it does.
1: Have, he does not have more chance of winning the
0: league. It does, complete, come on. Right, it's a complete fabrication. No, it's not, it's not, not really. because a bigger club, bigger budget, right? and a long term, that's still finishing behind us. Yeah, cause then, but then again, though, so how, what you spend do you, the money on? Do, and do, McKinney's got a proven track do, record of spending think, well. you honestly think this Ranger squad's better than our squad? Currently, right now. Um, well, when you look at certain individual players, and when mean you compare no, them no, no, individual no, no, players, no, no. I would no, say no, no. I honestly. Didn't
1: ask individuals. I said, do you think that Rangers squad is better than Aberdeen squad right um, now? Um, yeah,
0: the on paper, yeah, the, It's there. not. It's a hundred percent not. Yeah,
1: generally Not the what? There is no point that that had up was a
0: flash in the pan. I would not a flash in the pan. See, He's even goals though it dried up, I know the goals yeah. are dried up, but see his overall play that he contributes. He's still been playing well last couple of games. just played well. Rooney and Stevie May are
1: better, are better striker options than what uh, Morales is. How many goals has he scored this year? Rooney's scored. Like, no, May. May. He scored three, and Rooney scored six. I
0: think Morales is on six or seven.
1: Ma- Ma- Morales had a flash in the pan. He oh, I would,
0: I would say flash, flash in the, the pan. Strikers, though, strikers do go in this kind of. No wonder
1: Daniel Quintius, who's 29, who is, his only decent performances have been against the, the likes of Hamilton. He played well, played well the last couple of games. So. Scott Wright, who's younger who has got more of a future. is better than Keni is.
0: Mm-hmm. Our midfield is much better than yours. Come What's on, you need that? Ryan Jack, it's Ryan Jack, and Graham Dorans. Easy. Ryan Jack, Ryan double. Jack, who's been sent off in like three games. I know. So I does mean he's, uh, he he doesn't mean It doesn't mean he's a bad Dorans player.
1: Dorrans has been no uh, non- you know, a anti- non-entity in that range. You of know Dorrans as a talented but footballer. I, I don't. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying he isn't. But he's been non-entity, A non-entity.
0: He's done nothing.
1: He's done well, absolutely nothing.
0: Well, Meanwhile, the, well, then again though, right, I know I've been very critical of Graham Doran's right, but then again though, he's came up with one or two worldies so far since he's been here. Meanwhile, I think Graham Shinney's been performing excellently for our I think Chris Boyd will disagree with you, mate. Oh, I,
1: I'm not even getting any Chris Boyd. <laughs> oh, we are later on. I think McLean, McLean and McLean's been poor, yes, but I'm going to use the same argument you just used for Graham Doran's and McLean's clearly got talent, so I think that they are two solid. Let's
0: look at, look at the centre-half,
1: so. Centre-half's Cary Arneson. You've got Oh come good. on, Bruno Alves is both comfortably they're better. Both, both than both, Kerry they're, both, they're both pro the international players, so
0: come on, Bruno
1: Alves. Bruno Alves won the Euros. If, if he he, did, he he personally did not win the
0: Euros. Well, no, he's actually. But he's, he's got
1: a he's got a medal. If we're he's got he who, played in the Euros. If we're talking about who, so did Carry Onesen. Yeah, but he
0: actually played in the last stages as well. beat
1: England. If, we, if we're playing this, Carry Onesen <laughs> beat England. <so> he's <laughs> he's he's equally. Done but in. Bruno
0: Alves won the Euros with Portugal.
1: Carry Onesen's creating history with his nation. Er, almost every time they play, he he's the first team to make. Bruno Bruno Alves a European Championship winner. First team to get in the. I was a European Championship winner. And then you're pointing out the other centre-back, McCrory. And McCrory, oh, I'll let you get on a hand. And Scott McKenna. Both, you both players in the same level, international level. I would actually say McKenna and McCrory are very good. Both, I'll, I'll concede that both of them are very, very good. They're what about Fabio Cardoso going. as well? Fabio, I don't, Fabio Cardoso. Do you know he's, a, 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 I meant to bring that up, do you know he statistically is actually the worst centre-back in the league for winning headers? There's a wee there's a wee fact oh. for fact. I said there was a fact I was seeing it the other day he loses the most headers of any centre back in the league probably deserved that elbow because of that
0: oh, <laughs> shocking <laughs> no but um, yeah I know we we do disagree this and we're lot. not oh, get of course, of course. we're, we're f-
1: not getting on the goalkeepers because we're never going to agree I on
0: know the we won't we've both got very good goalkeepers but we are, of course we always disagree and what not but I genuinely believe if Rangers came in for Denny McInnes and the great conversation I think Denny McInnes would jump I don't it. think it is,
1: is is as clear cut as Rangers fans think it is and I think that that has been proven by the fact that Rangers haven't even made an approach in the last three years and considering he was a hot favourite such a hot favourite he still the, is yeah. such a hot favourite the bookies in the first couple of days pra- practically stopped taking bets on it, and then nothing happened nothing's
0: been happening since what? and then that statement comes out and it just angers Rangers fans even more yeah that annoyed me as well um, but who else? Well, look at the list of the guys that are linked to the job. Sam Allardyce is me as well.
1: Sam, Sam Allard,
0: I, I, I like Sam Allardyce. I think it would be a very sound appointment, but he'll be wanting quite a bit. Of I cash. don't
1: think that all of all the free man, three English managers that have been mentioned, in Pardew, Allardyce, and McLaren. <coughs> I don't know if they're free man. I, see if you look at it from where Rangers want to be. Right, right now, Rangers' goals are finish ahead, Allardyne, get closer to Celtic. And probably at least reach another, reach this, the final of the Scottish Cup. That's what that's that's got to be the aims. And obviously, I'm not saying European European football because obviously finishing second. would get European football, but I don't know if those three managers are the managers that could do that, because they I'm not saying they haven't done they haven't achieved stuff in England and all that, and and obviously McCann's won the league in Holland. But really? you're coming into a Scottish league where it's already in full flow. Brendan Rodgers, he had a t- he it wasn't a tough start at Celtic. Because obviously, he's, he won, you <laughs> know pretty much every game but he had to adjust to that but he got a pre-season with Celtic they managed to be coming in halfway through a season where they have to evaluate a squad and how many months is it now until the January one one month until the January transfer window they've got to evaluate a whole squad and who they can get rid of and who they can bring in and I don't think that's enough time for them to completely overhaul a squad to then
0: meet the expectations. That's why it makes the most sense for us to go for McInnes, and this is it's every, this is such a crucial appointment. Every manager, for us,
1: every man, any manager who Rangers appoint, I've have, have got, a have got a, tif, a, diff, a difficult job because McInnes has got uh, McInnes, even if it is McInnes, McInnes has got a squad at in where he knows what the weaknesses is, who, what he would bring in, bringing in January, Rangers. He doesn't know, he doesn't he wouldn't know, but well, he might obviously uh, he'd have a a, a, a a an idea, but an English club or an English manager would I think be right. And a foreign manager would be see if a if Rangers appointed another foreign manager, Rangers potentially the the way it is this year, it's not just Rangers and our Hibs are there, whether you, whether people like it or not, Hibs are there, if Rangers get it horrifically wrong again, they could be looking at losing out on third place as well with Hibs being that close. Like obviously, so Hibs could fall away, but Hibs are a decent side, so I don't suspect they'll fall too far behind. Yeah,
0: it's, I just it, I still I know I just said it earlier on, but it really does baffle me how we have not well, approached Aberdeen for a kind of shit. Okay, it I, really does baffle me.
1: Whether you like it or not, right? I, I, obviously I know you don't like Hibs, but Hib, or you don't like the manager either, but Hibs' appointment when they lost... What do you like that?
0: <laughs> Come on, John yeah. James, I'm, I'm, uh, when Hibs,
1: I'm not biased. When Hibs <laughs> lost Stubbs, their next appointment was crucial. And they got it right. Neil Neil Lennon came in there. He's won them the league. It was expected, yes, he won them the league. But he's now got Hibs in the right end of the the Premiership playing. And obviously, he's got to a semi-final where he lost to Celtic. I'm not going to be disrespectful to the mother one saying Celtic will probably go on and win it. But he lost to the favourites of the Cup. And he at least reached the semi-final of the Scottish Cup last year as well. So that appointment was crucial for Hibs. And they got it. It's right. That shows what a good appointment can do. So... And Rangers need to get it right if yeah, they don't get it right they could, they could potentially lose back to square one yep. they could potentially lose for, and then that means that in the summer then
0: they potentially lose half a squad again and have to bring in a whole new squad so yeah and a lot of people have been saying give it a to Graeme Murthy until the end of the season which um, I don't know things, but my, I don't my, my opinion changes constantly on that I don't think that would be horrendous I, honestly
1: I don't think it's a way for I don't think that's the you don't pin the hopes of that's who is bringing Rangers into title contention or whatever but that's a, I think I don't think he'd be as
0: bad as what it, some
1: people think he would be.
0: You can see over the last couple of games, right, we've played really well, uh, so we have, the Rangers played really well, we obviously beat Hearts 3-1 at Murrayfield, then we beat Partick Thistle uh, 3-0 at the weekend there. I do, accept what last some, weekend, sorry. I do
1: accept what some people said though, that he did that last time he took a He took a, he, he had a couple of wins and then Rangers went to fell Yeah, apart.
0: but this is my concern, right, see martin if he was to take over, just say it. Just say it didn't really work. Just say um, and just going a bad run of results, right? And he's could see Graham Murray, right. He's been dealing with... See since he became a coach, he has be dealing with kids his whole career, right? Just could he deal with her personality, such as Bruno Alves and Graham Murphy's trying to bark orders at him, and Bruno Alves be like, "What have you done? I'm gonna listen to you." Could Graham Motty be unprofessional? Yeah, but no, I know, I know, but like, you know what? Uh, Footballers' yeah. egos and personalities are like. And do you really think Graham Murray could deal with? a player like Bruno Alves or a player who's done stuff in their career we, d- we don't know could he deal we with d- those we don't know, so. I, know that's the, I know we don't know but could he eh, that's the thing no, like, he's been dealing with kids his whole life could he deal with that explosive personality such as I, do I don't know like a type, uh, Bruno Alves I
1: do think that Graham Murphy would work
0: absolute wonders with Rangers youth players though in that first team
1: see so players like McCrory is it Burr, Burr, Liam, or something well yeah I, I don't uh, know how uh, Liam, and Liam Burt as well is it Martin Hardy? No. Ryan Hardy. Ryan Hardy. Ryan Hardy. a point, uh, like that, I think he would bring them into the first in team. Bates and, in, and Young think, Beerman. I yeah. think he would bring their game along with because I don't think that he would... Well, he's always fit now, isn't he, Cardoso? Yeah, is that some bad uh, training. It'll be, now? it'll be interesting to see whether Murray drops him right out of the team and puts, uh, drops McCrory out and puts Cardoso in, or he keeps him in it. Yeah. I but see... I,
0: I don't think it'd be as bad. I see at the weekend there we had uh, Daniel Olsen and Ross McCrory playing and they were actually they played really well together. Uh, I I was quite impressed with it. And McCrory he against this at the weekend there. That boy's I'm not saying he's oh he's an X thing, but he's got real potential. I'm not gonna be one of these Rangers fans that come out and well, say, Oh this he's gonna he's brilliant already. He's the guy's got talent, he's got potential. We just need to see if he keeps well, that, it up.
1: That's that slides nicely on another thing about the Scotland situation. Scotland um, the youth players that are coming through in Scottish football could easily build a decent national side, but not not right now. But in f- a couple of years down the line, because we now have two young centre backs who are playing week in week out for f- f- two of the big two of the biggest clubs, or two of the bigger clubs in the league. Obviously, you've got a uh, at Rangers, a uh, McKenna Aberdeen You've got Tierney, obviously Celtic. You've got that Ferguson that's playing for Mallow. You've got a lot of decent youth players in Scotland as well, so.
0: Yeah. So I think that so right before we, we get off the, the Rangers topic, who so what's your prediction, John James? Who's going to be the next Rangers manager? Be honest. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, I can see Murty getting it to the end of the
1: season. I think Murty's going
0: to be giving it to the end of the season. Um, I, I, oh, right. I don't know, man. My, my opinion constantly changes about it, but that, that's all right. Just say we give Murty the job until... Just say, we'll, just say right, we'll give you the, the doubleheader against Aberdeen. Just say he beats Aberdeen at eyebrows and pitagery. I would be all I for giving him it. I think until the end of the season,
1: it holds a wee bit of a a stickle though because say that that's that's it's, it's a good way of thinking about it. But there's also a, a negative way of thinking about it. What if McInnes McInnes beats Rangers twice in a row and then you decide Murphy's not the man and then you go off from McInnes the job and McInnes is like, I'm now what how say what how obviously we're two points ahead right now. Obviously there's two games to play first. I wouldn't potentially be a bit. There could be a bit of. Yeah, daylight between Allardyne and Rangers, where maybe he thinks, I don't know if I could yeah. overhaul that.
0: Ideally, though, ideally, I want us to get McInnes in. ASCP.
1: It's, it's, it's a risk to say to Murray you can have the double header. It and is a big it. risk. And then he potentially loses that, and then McInnes is not... Then thinks, I could do more with Allardyne in this position than I could... Re- I'd ha-. Then he thinks, I have to overhaul Allardyne as well as Celtic. Meanwhile, Allardyne... I'm not saying Allardyne would win the league under McInnes, but I'm saying if he won those two games, he'd be closer to Celtic than what he would be if he was at Rangers. So
0: Yeah, yeah like, ideally, I just want to get McKenna's in, like, as soon as possible. I think the Rangers board are taking the mic with this whole situation right now. That,
1: that statement was laughable. Yeah, I know it, was, it was. Do you know what impression I actually got? I, I don't know why, but I got the impression that whoever saw through this was sitting with their feet up on the desk looking at all the bits of paper sitting in front of them and was just smiling and just thinking and about playing football for, manager on the laptop <laughs> that's the impression I got and I, I think that's the impression a lot, of Ranger, a lot of Rangers fans on social media got as well that they were just happy to look at all the names because I think it was the word used not like a uh, high quality or something like that or was the high quality name a high like I don't know something but, like
0: that yeah like so well, well, we'll talk about, uh, before we like we we'll get off on the Rangers managerial situation, we'll talk about the Hearts and Rangers game very briefly, because we also we didn't have a pod uh, a over the last couple of weeks, so may as well briefly talk about it. John James, what do you make of that game? Um, was a, was obviously, the first half, Kyle they scored an absolute world of a free kick. Didn't celebrate. I like to see that. <laughs> didn't celebrate. And then Rangers responded back in great fashion. Kenny Malone's, uh equalised uh, for Rangers. And... Rangers went on, on to win the game very comfortably. Kenny Miller scored two goals and Josh Windass scored the goal as well. Good finish from Windass, mm-hmm. give him credit. But Kenny Miller come back into the team, it really totally transformed the team around. Didn't it? it really, Rangers just looked like a, a different team under with, with Kenny Miller in the team. So don't you agree? I think that it showed that Casini was clearly,
1: the players weren't the players weren't there for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. the, players well, the players didn't really care, but. I think mean, that also as well Rangers did actually play they recovered they recovered well from going 1-0 down if Rangers went 1-0 down under Cassini I doubt, don't doubt they wouldn't have won that game but I think mean, that underlines the problems at Hearts as well the Hearts are just so poor right now as well yeah and I mean they just, Hearts folded Hearts completely folded they were in they were in a, a comfort, well, not comfortable they were in a strong position in that game and then they allowed Rangers to just outplay them it
0: was so, as soon as Rangers equalised that's when Hearts I do mean, I mean maybe
1: well. the excuse can be Hearts were playing I think they were playing were they playing the 16 year old in midfield I, I, yeah they were I, yeah. I think Hearts would argue we had a few youth players in the pitch and it's like well the youth players have been playing the last couple of weeks so I don't see that affecting them especially when they were at home so yeah
0: Kenny Miller's influence really it was just Kenny Miller being on the park his influence was massive and the players even said that as well he's just such a like a key player a key figure in the dressing room he's and the manager in the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when we, when Cassini got the side, people were saying, "I was going to take charge this Saturday. I was like, oh God. But yeah, as you just mentioned there, Pedro Cassini, um, about how the players, obviously, was it was very, it was clearly evident the players were not playing for him. And Candias effectively confirmed that by saying that the nail was in the coffin for Pedro right after uh, Progress knocked Rangers out Europa League. So, and the thing is, so Candias is one, it was one of Pedro's boys, mm-hmm. which I found quite intriguing as well, how he's seen this now. Which just goes to further proof, there's no loyalty in football. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the fact that, we, obviously we're talking about this all pod, when, remember when uh, Candias scored that goal against Hamlin, and then he ran uh, over the dugout and hugged Pedro? Yeah, I find that quite interesting. But, and I was saying to you, see when Candias missed that penalty against Kilmarnock, the penalty was that bad, it was almost like meant to miss it, it was that poor of a penalty. And yeah, Pedro Cassina... Worst manager in Rangers history, easily? Yeah, i probably think so. Yeah, hands down, hands down. And I said to you, I've said to everybody, I never thought Rangers would get worse than Alamicoist, and <laughs> Rangers did. Pedro turned out to be the worst of them all. Yeah, so, and obviously Rangers on the first at the weekend, Rangers are a very comfortable performance, uh, played some good stuff, but in the last half an hour, we just kind of took the foot off the gas, and it was, on uh, some range, just fans I was speaking to her, believe it or not, overreacting over that, saying, oh, it was ridiculous how we took the foot off the gas, uh, cos we're winning 3-0 uh, in the last half an hour, I'm like, who cares, it was a comfortable performance, three goals, clean sheet, what more could you want, and uh, obviously M- Ross McQuarrie scored in that game, boy, he's got, a, I think he's got a future, and uh, do you know Ryan Jack and Jason Holt, playing in the midfield for us, they had- Jason Holt had a Really good game, Ryan Jack. Do you know Ryan Jack actually played much better with Jason Hope alongside him than he like usually does when he's playing alongside Graham Dorrance, So obviously since Jason Hope's came back into the team, he's going to obviously try and keep his place. And not going to lie, I'm not Hope's biggest fan, but he works hard. He works hard, and he always puts in a shift. And I feel as though, he, like I feel as though that he's got something to prove, and hopefully he does that. Uh, oh, I hope he proves me wrong and Josh Windass he scored as well against uh, Thistle and I Still need to yeah. <laughs> I need to like I'm going to say this now a lot of people are raving about Windass scored two goals like, took, like two goals in two games one against Hearts one against Thistle apart from those two goals he'd done nothing he'd done absolutely nothing literally like, all, like, he, like throughout that whole game contributing nothing and the Thistle game Hearts game contributed absolutely nothing then out in over scores uh, a goal and they, like scores two goals and then Everyone's like, oh yes, Windas, he's going to, this is it, he's going to kick on here. No, he's not. Windas is not good enough for us. He genuinely isn't. And the fact that Pedro Casino showed so much faith in him was, that, that played a part, that ultimately played a part in him losing his job, genuinely. Because the fact that he showed faith in Josh Wanda's and Windas continued to play poor, like continued to have poor game after poor game, and he still didn't drop him, which was baffling. It just shows you how of a manager, manager Pedro Casino was and you know Pedro Cassini was actually um, he got off their job in Mexico hmm. so he in old Mexico and he said he's assessing his options and I'm like who else wants this guy <laughs> genuinely and uh, what I said to you in the, in the last podcast do you think we'll see Pedro Casino back in Scottish football no he won't be back <laughs> he's long gone long gone I think that's safe to say so we'll uh, move off the topic of Rangers uh, Two wins and about so again Murphy. You'll be in charge this weekend against Hamilton. And I think yeah, I can you see Rangers beating Hamilton comfortably because yeah, Hamilton are not in a probably. good place right now. Well Hamilton Ham-
1: actually
0: Well then again though, Ham- that's a nice V
1: segment. Hamilton Hamilton Ham- actually beat Dundee and Andrew Walden, well. well, so they picked up four points in the last
0: Yeah, two speaking of so. that, um, so the nice V segment, I think we spoke about Rangers for twenty five minutes. I'm sure that'll please uh, some uh, I think, yeah, by Gary Hutchinson <laughs> name dropping there, yeah. So yeah, nice wee segment. Aberdeen and Lewis Hamilton at the weekend there. Uh, JJ, what did they make of it? And um, a lot of people are saying, that, well, I know it's on social media. A lot of Aberdeen fans uh, talk meltdown that was, saying, uh, get the kind of sound now. The media, His eyes are the media
1: already like, set. them it just dropped. The media of the last three weeks has been absolutely atrocious towards Aberdeen Football Club. It's just been, it's it's just been. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to cry conspiracy. Because I'm not a Celtic fan. So. Uh, it's the the, la- the media towards in the last three weeks has just been completely over the top. Like it, I think, as I said to you, over the over a ten day period, there was 10, ten different people, ten different rangers like people going on about McInnes, not talking about the actual team, not talking about the football, talking about our manager going, and then it comes to the Hamilton game, which I think the, the writing was on the wall when it came and Hamilton took the lead early on. Yeah, that it's going to be our usual our usual turn up at Hamilton where it's just they score sit back and then usually win but we actually peg them back but
0: um, what is it with hamilton Aberdeen? why are they your bogey team I, I, I don't, don't
1: get it I just I'd see it's weird considering Kelly we, we normally win at Kelly and we play in the, the uh, 3G part there so I don't understand why we can't play at uh, Hamilton's but then again Hamilton's is far worse than Kelly's the the uh,
0: I think it's stadium. I don't. I don't like the stadium particularly. But so do you, do you think the reason that Aberdeen do so poorly at Hamp Stadium is due to the pitch? I, mean I, I
1: just, I just would never seem to turn up. It's not, we never perform well either. I'm not saying I'm not blaming the pitch for our players not playing well. Any professional should be able to deal with it. But I don't think it. I mean, a large part of it just seems, the seems the team seems like they're expecting an upset every time we start playing now. That it's just everything seems to go against us. We just don't seem to play well and then Hallowden end up getting a goal and then normally they sit back and see a one will win but this time showed a bit of spirit then we get, we get, I think mean, it was we went 2-1 up I think Hallowden fans a bit right just shut up, shop, see how it win and then we get paid back 2 minutes later so and then what do you make of David Templeton? he's on a wee bit of a I think David, uh, good runner David, form David Templeton could have had 4 goals but he never got out yet. he had to settle for 1 so but he'll probably end up getting injured in a couple of days anyway so he's always injured so he'll be injured after a couple he'll, he'll, he'll score that goal against us and then he'll, he'll like break his leg or something in a couple of weeks time or is it his ankle he deals with is yeah. it his ankle problems so he'll probably I'm
0: actually surprised he's um, playing well in the Fiji surface because that's I've like, said this before five years ago when he was playing Rangers in the, the third division that's where he got that nasty mm-hmm. injury on uh, Arons Park and for some odd reason he's actually performing well on that surface which is it's surprising me to say the least um, but yeah, points. Uh, that's points dropping in salmon More points dropping point against salmon John Points
1: dropped, but we're going to, we're playing Muddle this weekend at Petardre, so no doubt that's going to be an even tougher fixture. So, mm-hmm. but we we tend to we tend to do okay against Muddle against Muddle at Petardre. So, I would expect three points there.
0: So yeah, let's move we'll move on from the uh, the sheep, and we'll talk a little bit about why not was. We'll, State, we'll talk about scotland we'll talk about scotland so we've got a lot to get into so, so the scotland we'll the then for that. Yeah, exactly. so scotland played the uh, netherlands in thursday night and scotland got beat 1-0 no surprise there well, and I, I don't there was a lot of uh, surprise call-ups uh, a lot of new faces in the team uh, such as ryan jack um, well graham Cheney, graham Cheney got called up but he didn't uh, get a game jason cummings um uh, who else ken mclean uh, John McGinn, well he's been mm. quite a regular, you would again. McGinn, uh, Paul Hanlon, that baffled me, so it did. Um, who else you think was of? There was there another one from oh, there you've said Ryan like, Christie.
1: Ryan
0: Christie, yeah. Uh, um, I think that was it, was it? No, it was something else. Uh, uh, I can't, I'm not too sure. I, I, can't I think that was it, that. That's, all, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think it was necessarily a bad performance. I think it was quite some tidy it was stuff.
1: Quite I thought dull. It was quite dull at times, but I don't think it was necessary. It wasn't the worst Scotland display I've ever seen, but and then again, that wasn't the that was by far the worst Dutch team I have seen mm-hmm. in my lifetime. Anyway, because Holland have never been that bad before, mm-hmm. even though they still came away with a win. But yeah, any other any other I think it was an offside goal. I think the player Pou- yeah. who actually plays the pass to Depay is offside, then Depay's is offside as well. So mm-hmm. we got unlucky there. But I mean, the de- the de- the debutants were. They were okay I mean, I mean The only one I'd have Major complaints with Is surprise Kenny McLean Who Done yet again Absolutely nothing he do, He's done nothing Nothing in a red shirt And he done nothing In a, a Scotland shirt mm. and, um, the, the place he plays His football So yeah, I wasn't surprised To see that he was A complete passenger In that game uh, I thought Christie Had a few tidy touches McGinn was I'm, I'm a big fan of McGinn I mean, Everyone knows I'm a big fan of John McGinn I think he's tenacious I think he's exactly what Scotland need I think he's an ideal replacement for Scott Brown and if it, if it was up to me I think he'd be in the squad right now instead of Scott Brown so Do you,
0: do you not find it quite weird that Ryan Jack was playing right back?
1: I didn't it's, it's square pegs for round holes I know, I know Ryan Jack I thought he had a Ryan, performance Ryan Jack's played right back for Allardy obviously and that's where he came through as a right back but I don't understand why when you have Callum Patterson who is an out and out <laughs> right back well, and a striker and a winger and anyone else you want him to be but he plays right back for Cardiff and he played right back for, for Hearts and you're not playing him I just don't understand this I mean Ryan, Ryan Jack could, he could have easily started in midfield he could have easily came on as a sub he could have, he could have started as right back or sub at half time and brought in Patterson and that was another thing Malcolm McKay did not use a sub but used three subs for a friendly which I
0: was completely he brought Jason Cummins on for the last five minutes I think it was, was
1: baffled by it was yeah, have far like I'm, I'm going to continue to campaign to get Graham Shinny a Scotland cap because he's been a star performer for Aldrin but I don't understand why you couldn't make all the subs cap everyone, bring see everyone on the bench, bring them on. Because
0: it was a meaningless friendly, it meant absolutely nothing so I don't el- understand that.
1: Bring the subs mums and dads on as well, don't care who's on the park on the end of that game, it's a friendly. What did,
0: you, what did you make in Malcolm McKay's comments after the game when he thought it was a fantastic Scotland performance? I was he, like, I don't know where he's getting that he from.
1: He said it was a fantastic Scotland performance against a European heavyweight or something like that. And I was like, yeah, you've clearly not seen Holland for the last three years because they are not a European heavyweight. This is the same team that got, I think Sweden, was it, they were in Sweden's group. This is the same team that Sweden went to, their, went to the Amsterdam Arena and beat them. I was like, this is, they're, not, they're not a European heavyweight anymore. And if on the ba- basis of that performance, if you think they're a European heavyweight, then that shows why Scotland are held
0: bad by mm. that mentality. So what do you make of Ryan Jack? You can agree with me in this, right? The booze. the fact that Ryan Jack got booed on his Scotland debut was embarrassing, it was pathetic. I
1: don't think that anyone should be booed in a Scotland top unless you're Ian Black, but uh, at the same time, there's a bit of an overreaction to it, I mean, come on. Everyone was expecting, you you knew it was going to happen.
0: But come on, like, really, it's just, it's so petty, like, he was playing for Scotland and the fact that he's making his Scotland debut and he's getting booed for it, that is... Just because, just because he left Aberdeen, to got to Rangers. I think it's another. That is pretty embarrassing. I think
1: it's another case of big bad Aberdeen in the the media. The media were la- the media were lapping that up, and I think that's another. It's over the last, as I said over the last ten days. That was just another thing for the media to
0: throw at it, it was so so like petty though I just like I was like what's the need but I like the fact though that people were like starting to join out with cheers and claps like because that was absolutely the right thing to do I think if
1: anyone believes it was only Aberdeen fans that were booing
0: round Jack then they'll come come to... on it was at Petaudry right. it's not like, no. no, like Celtic fans are going to all the way up to so well, see so him Celtic fans so are there really. so there's not Celtic fans. I'm
1: groups. not
0: just saying that there's but not
1: but Rangers fan groups and
0: Celtic fans groups at look at the night no, no But the thing is well, let's be honest is that Petaudry right and it'll be, let's be honest it'll be, the majority of the so people there will be Aberdeen fans there will Scotland be a majority of Aberdeen so fans so
1: when Scotland played Georgia at Ibrox do you think
0: it was all Rangers fans that were there? But then again the seems to be at Scotland were playing Georgia or Scott was playing at ah, Ibrox right. it. Back. no but you think it was all Rangers fans that were at that game? no just but just I, I'm just that saying that it's, it was a threat like come on it, may, it makes more sense right Glaswegians aren't going to trek all the way up there's not going to be a large amount of Glaswegians trekking all the way up for a meaningless friendly in Aberdeen and a Fuzzy night and the majority of the people there were Scotland fans, yet yeah, Aberdeen fans as well. But as I
1: said, you can. there is no evidence to suggest it was only
0: Aberdeen fans. <laughs> but come on, it makes more sense. Who liked Ryan Jack? But, but let's be them. honest, right, the Celtic have against Ryan Jack? Don't know, don't just mean, the fact that it's a Rangers player. It's a Rangers player. Aye, but they don't have any... He's never done... Ryan Jack's not, never done anything but actually, to... Yeah, actually, He but, has. When well, when, I
1: when scored in that uh, the Scottish Cup final, he was turning around and he was winding up Celtic fans. He was wound up Celtic. That f- didn't get a lot of publicity. He's either. wound up Celtic fans a couple of times. when see that game that we beat them two one with ten men. He's him uh, and Shea Logan were celebrating. But it's not as
0: Celtic bad Celtic as, as I don't know. It's not as bad as like oh, I think I'm on to top of my head like Kenny Miller for example. Like obviously Celtic fans legit despise Kenny Miller, but see, I don't know any Celtic fans that legit despise Ryan Jack. It's the only. Group of fans that I know that will that do legit despise Ryan Jack is Aberdeen fans, well, and I can it's totally understandable. But for Aberdeen fans to boo no, not Aberdeen fans or Scotland fans slash Aberdeen fans to boo Ryan Jack in his Scotland debut when he's not playing for Rangers an is an embarrassing. It's like not, it's not
1: overreaction. Do, if you want to see Ryan Jack get booed, tune in, to, tune in at the game of Pataldrig in December. You will see Ryan Jack get booed then. I'm sure he's and terrified. It will be, be much worse than what it was in that night. You'll love that. I will love that. No, he'll no, 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 no. Said, <laughs> no, 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 I said no, 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 I didn't say you, I said. He'll love that.
0: He'll
1: love that. He'll love it five minutes in when he's scoring up with Rooney and then he Rooney hits the deck and he's sent off.
0: Can you imagine, mate? Just I see He's not thing. gonna score. Can you I imagine mean, last minute Petrosic Ryan Jack? Boom, one 0 Ryan Jack scored three goals Ryan Jack, in five years or something. Ryan right? Jack runs up to Aberdeen fans, celebrates. Up, he, he
1: celebrates, then he'll get banned because remember you aren't allowed to celebrate because then Rangers fans will write statements about you. So I would expect a statement if Ryan Jack was to celebrate in front of Aberdeen fans.
0: No, it's not that. Yeah, it's, yeah, not it that. Is. it's not that. It's not that. Right. we not getting into that one again. But yeah, it, it was I, obviously, it was um, no one no, uh, that uh, like. yeah, no Scotland player should get booed. No Scotland player should get booed on their debut unless your name is Ian Black. But yeah, still I, I still, I still, I still thought that was but I think a bit Latiti. Back, back to the, the game. I kid, I kid. I, I thought Stuart Regan was. Did you see what Stuart
1: Regan said before the game? That he, Before the game even kicked off, he was saying Malcolm Harris not getting the job. Yeah, I shouldn't that. I was Isn't like. I'm, not, I'm not, I wasn't looking, I wasn't talking about, about how can we get the job but let the man pick a national team let him do it because how many how many people are going to get to say they manage their national side Yeah. let him, let him enjoy the moment let him let him have that moment where he gets to pick his, his national side and then because if you get i think sure Regan said you, he'd already spoke to him he'd already spoke to him and said he wasn't getting the job you didn't need to publicly out him before the game go oh you do not get the job regardless of what happens so you could you could at least left it left it unsaid but that's Stuart Regan for you, the guy who has somehow stayed in
0: his job. Worst chief exec in uh, Scottish football history. Hands down. You the, the man's the worst person
1: to be involved in football
0: ever. So. It just shows you how much he really cares about Scottish football. Remember a few years ago, he actually applied for a role in the English FA? Well, he's still chief Zek. at the SFA. Yeah, it's like no obviously still is, but it's, it's, the guy's utterly clueless. He's so out of touch, and the fact he's still got a position within our game it, is... I'm
1: just happy that David Moyes got appointed as West Ham manager because I thought he was a shoe in for the Scotland job. And I'm more than happy to say that he's not going to be Scotland yeah. manager. But on the Scotland manager thing, I'm starting to come around to the fact that Michael O'Neill might be the Scotland manager. I was completely... I completely, a I completely shot it down and said it wasn't possible. But that was on the basis that Northern Ireland would make the World Cup. Northern Ireland now have, categorically will not be there. I believe that his contract is coming to an end
0: He's got a two-year deal, I think.
1: But he, yeah, the 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 fact that he was in Edinburgh as well was well, another factor. But now that they're not there, I could possibly see him taking it. Now that he, because he, I've obviously I've said before that he sees more of a. He said that Northern Ireland don't have much youth coming through that are of that level. Scotland have Scotland have all youth coming through that should be in that squad. So I think he would enjoy that job. So I kind of want him. Already. I was
0: listening to talk sport earlier on today, and then obviously a journalist was on, like a journalist from Northern Ireland, and he was saying that he'd be very, very surprised if Michael O'Neill doesn't uh, take take on the Scotland job. But I just don't see it. Like, why would he want to swap uh, one national job for like another uh, uh, national job? I just don't. I would see, see him it. wanting
1: to get involved in club football, but maybe enjoy. Maybe he enjoys international football. We never know because he done a lot of punditry when he was Northern Ireland. Manager. He got to jump around quite a lot and done what Scottish games as well. So Aye. he got to jump around. Maybe he enjoys that and maybe if he's based in Scotland he would enjoy it even more because he can now live in Scotland, be a pundit in Scotland and manage our national team, so yeah. win win Because he was he was doing a pundit pundit job in Scotland, managing Northern Ireland and living in Scotland,
0: so I would take Michael O'Neill hundred percent, but I just don't think he'll take it. Like I just I just don't see it. I really don't I'm still
1: not not hundred percent confident that the S F A uh given their track record, are going to get the right appointment? Well, oh, we won't. I don't I would, think. I would, we'll, I would like it to be Michael O'Neill.
0: I don't think we'll be appointing anybody anytime soon. No, we don't need to. So. No, I, I don't care if they,
1: they don't rush it. If as long they don't need to rush it or anything because we don't have any meaningful games coming up. So next would,
0: com- next competitive game is next year so in I would, September.
1: I would rather see them take their time and pick the right man than rush into another decision.
0: No, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, there will be an intri- intriguing situation. So and uh, so the, we'll stay in the, this the topic for a little bit, uh, well, in the topic of Scotland. Chris Boyd was in the, the news last week and he made some comments about the the call-ups and he said none of them were good enough to be called up. And he feels as though the reason that the Aberdeen players were called up, were, the reason what, for that was because it was in Petaudry and it was for marketing purposes and I thought Boydie was, uh, I like Boydie, but I need to disagree with him there, uh, I thought all the call were fine, apart from Paul Hanlon, I don't know why Paul Hanlon was uh, called up, because he's uh played in hibs defence, which is leaking goals in for fun at the moment, consuming goals for fun, Paul Hanlon is a bang like a bang average uh, FPFL player, he's not good enough for Scotland uh, set-up, I don't know why he was called up, but... I thought Chris Boyd was being a bit harsh in his comments on Graham uh, Shinney. I think he came across as very bitter. And I don't understand I th- why... I don't I, I understand don't, why, I why don't he was... He's not to be bitter
1: about it. I don't, I, it, it, it. The way he was talking, it came across as if he was a very, very bitter man. And I don't understand why he has anything to be bitter about. I don't know if maybe him and... Because it was specifically Shinny that he was going after. So I don't know if maybe him and Shinny have a bit of a... A history, but not it's not yeah. anything that's been publicised that they two have a bit of a go at each other. But I'll tell you something that adds extra spice to the next thing that I would yeah. go to rugby park.
0: Same if uh, next time Rangers just play Kilmarnock because obviously uh, Chris Boyd called it Ryan Jack. He said Ryan Jacks had more red cards than it's he has good games, which is totally wrong It's very strange. Ryan Jacks had a number of good games this season.
1: It's very strange that Chris Boyd, who is part of a Kilmarnock side that was very very much struggling until Steve Clark took over, and the um a player that's only scored like four goals in something like. 30 or 40 odd appearances so it's I don't see how he is I know that he's he's, he's been a pundit and all but there needs to be a bit there's a bit more professionalism considering he still is a professional football player and he's going after players that are doing better than what he is so
0: that again though no, like he's speaking his mind and you want that you want you want pundits to be
1: honest ideally I wouldn't want him on my radio
0: or my TV because
1: he's completely closed so I would rather not have him there and I don't think he should be on there I think Kilbarnock fans have said that before that they the, the way he goes on about the way he's, when he's on Sky Sports and the way he talks about Rangers and the way he's talking about everyone else and he's like you're, you're a bang average you're a below average player for Camarland right now and you're on there trying to slag he's past his
0: best right yeah he's past his best but he's lucky
1: still has a contract never mind slagging
0: anyone else yeah, but you, you can't deny though Chris Boyd's had a fantastic career and he's a great goal scorer well he's only ever good in Scotland so well he scored <laughs> well put it scored more goals than like Henrik Larson in Scotland <laughs> if it, if it, it be, everyone admits if Henry Larson had
1: the of seasons he'd have tr- uh, he'd of course tris- but it's, know a, it's
0: a fun fact to bang on about if you're a Rangers fan it's a
1: fact it's a fact that it all, yes being true but everyone knows if Larson had more seasons he, would never, he wouldn't be Needham. but Chris Boyd who I find that we're when Chris Boyd slagging these players that are getting looked at by English clubs and all that and in some cases played in England when he's had the most torrid time in
0: England and not actually done anything went to Turkey for a brief spell and came back after like three months so well he's had, he's had a great career in Scotland that's for sure that's for sure but yeah I thought he's been a little bit harsh in his comments on Graham Shinney and Ryan Jack like boy did I thought he was a great player on his day and great goal scorer, and I think you could punt it I do I do enjoy his views at times um, and whether we like it or not he was he was right about in Catherall he was but yeah, and as I was saying, I had no problem, no problem with the call-ups. The only one I had an issue with was uh, Paul Hamlin. That that just baffled me completely. Yeah, so we'll we'll move on and we'll bring it. We'll talk about uh, Hearts right now. Hearts, are, I think, are back at Ten Castle this weekend. Yeah. I'm not too sure who they're playing. You want to double check? Yeah. Um, yeah so Hearts are back at uh, Ten Castle this weekend, and Hearts right now they're just they're, they're not in the, the best uh, places right now in terms of form. Um, obviously they lost the Rangers 3-1 at Murrayfield and they lost to the Kilmarnock 2-1 as well. So, John James, Hearts are... They're not in a good place. What do you think? Uh, Hearts are playing on Sunday. Sunday.
1: Hearts are hosting a party Alright, so
0: what do you think then? Hearts, as I was saying there. Uh,
1: Hearts are... They're just, they're just so dull. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's actually no other way to describe them. They're just so dull. They're, they... They're playing like a team that's just. It's not. They're not as bad as what they were in Cafro Was there obviously, but they're just playing like a team as a, a side that's just all about physicality and nothing else. They just, they don't have any spark, which is weird considering they have players like, uh, Jamie Walker, Gonzalez,
0: Lafferty, and they still offer nothing. And I, have said before when you look at that Hearts team, there's like, I think they've only got three good players: Berra, um, Gonzalez, and the Walker.
1: Aster- Asterix beside Berra. I don't think Be I don't think Bear's
0: as good as he get he gets hyped out to be. I think it I think he's safe. Uh, I think Bear is a, bit, uh, a talented I, defender. I think
1: Hart's best boys are probably getting Salvez, Walker, uh,
0: and Lafferty. I think Lafferty's passes best if I'm being honest. I like Lafferty but he's past his best. Easily. So but right now they're just I don't know, they're not in a good uh, run of form right now. Uh, do you think going back to Tynecastle they'll be able to like find a form I'm, and I've seen,
1: I've seen people saying that but I don't think I don't think, I don't think it's a problem I don't, I don't think, think it is I don't think that's, that's, that's the issue yes they'll probably get a boost at the point at Time Castle again it's, I, don't, I don't doubt they'll probably beat Bardic Fizzle even though Bardic Fizzle has been on sort of a mini revival recently do you think so? I, I think part, part of all, they've been Fizzle they've been picking up points they're they, sitting sitting bottom which they couldn't do but Hearts they at the, uh, Timecastle I don't doubt they'll win because it's their first game that they're in front of their new stand but that's
0: not the, the issue. The issue is clearly rooted in the squad, not the <laughs> where they're playing. It's not as if they're playing a million miles away from their home park, they're playing at Murrayfield, So, I don't yeah, exactly. that's the issue. But I don't know what it is for Hearts right now. They're just, they're playing the most turgid football and they're not picking up points. And, I don't know, it's... It, it, to see some of the signings are brought in as well, they've not lived up to the hype eh, that Hearts fans are, like, bigging them up as. No. Hearts fans are bigging eh, all these signings up as something special, etc. And... They've not delivered at all, and see the fact that um, everyone's blaming Caffrey for these signings. Craig Levine needs to have a look at himself as well, because Craig Levine was a guy that said to Caffrey, "Right, yeah, that sign him, that's absolutely fine." And, and maybe Caffrey was wanting a certain like a certain player, and then Levine was like, "No, can't get him." So Levine needs to have a look at himself. He needs to take a big chunk of the blame for what's going on at Hearts right now, and he's still what is he director of football, or I don't even know. Like is that the debunked now or is I, he I don't, I don't even know what's going on. But right now it's not looking good for hearts, in my opinion, it's not. And you brought Party Thistle. Thistle, they're sitting second bottom right now. And last weekend and Rangers played them. Thistle were really, really poor. They offered nothing in the final third there was no creativity. Defensively, they were all over the place. Their midfield was weak as anything. They were just really, really poor. There is another team that's actually on worse form
1: than Fissel right now, so... Dundee? No, no, I'm not
0: going for Dundee. There's another team as well in St. Johnson. St. John. Yeah, I know. Like, remember how well they started this season? Now Party they're...
1: Part of beat St. Johnson. St.
0: Johnson, Saint Johnson are, I think they're sitting 7th uh, in the league but, right uh,
1: now. Tommy, Tommy Wright was saying... But I suppose it is a fair point. Tommy Wright was saying... If you look at St. Johnson, since he's been in charge, that's what they do. They have a decent start and then they go through this sort of phase most seasons and then they pick it back up again. But I think what makes it more surprising is the fact that St. Johnson had the best start they've ever had under Tommy Knight and then this has still happened. Yeah, exactly. Which, which, this is, I still like Tommy Knight as a manager, but how as a manager can you say, we we do this every season? Like if you do it every season, then surely you know what to do to solve it and how to prevent it. And it still happens. So, Do you th- I think they'll pick it up. They'll pick it up eventually. Do you think
0: Tommy Wright will um, become the next Northern Ireland manager if Mike O'Neill was to go? I, I think, think it's a fair shout. It is a shout, but I don't...
1: I think he, I think, I think he genuinely enjoys being St. Johnston manager. I think that he enjoys club football. I, I don't know if he would, he would want to step away from that. I, I think, think he would he, actually. I, I don't know if he would step away from it. I, I know, I think As you're it's saying... Probably, if he gets offered it, it would be the first time he's actually got recognition. Because... Rangers never offered him the job obviously when he was like oh, didn't, we didn't expect it but Rangers didn't offer him it uh, I, I'm pretty sure wouldn't <laughs> probably won't if that, if it got to that case I think
0: Allardyne should uh, he should be Allardyne's number one target in my opinion
1: uh, Jack Ross Jack Ross number one target uh, who does your dad want? Uh, he wants a foreign he wants a foreign manager oh. a, he, want, uh, he wants Allardyne to step in that's he wants, risky he wants Allardyne to go branch out and go for go for something different which would it probably result in another Pedro because you knew which I wouldn't want.
0: Why not just go for Pedro? <laughs> because <laughs> because that,
1: that wagon has sailed and the dog has... What was it? The caravan, what was that, the well, caravan the car- keeps going that, and the dogs that, keep barking? The, carav- the ca- caravan is gone and the dog's away so we're, I'm not wanting him to turn up at Pato- If He'd probably turn up at the North the north East and be outside
0: Pataulga campaigning to... <laughs> do you have to do research on using yeah. that again he like it's the sheep you know, we the sheep are on fire or something but, uh, like that sorry we can kind of go off topic of um,
1: yeah. I think mean, actually the only club that approached Tommy Wright and gave him a bit of recognition was Dundee United but I don't know if they approached him the, they did the, the, uh,
0: they approached St Johnson St Johnson basically told him where to go I think
1: mean, because they want, uh, before Laszlo was appointed at Dundee United he was
0: rumoured he was the favourite he, he became one of the favourites for the Dundee United job so
1: I think that was the only time that when a, a, a people Dundee United are a, a decent Scottish club. If they'd have been in the premiership, I mean Tommy Wright that's a, a job that Tommy Wright might have took. But obviously then being in the championship it's not an a, not a, as an attractive job. But no, he
0: St Johnson approached no Dundee United approached St. Johnson when Dundee United were bottom of the league. That's so when that's when that They're
1: the only team that's really gave him recognition for we want you to be a manager. No one else has really done that. If Northern Ireland approached them I think he would I think he might take it. I don't think he'd apply though. I think mean, he'd have more he have more respect for yeah. St Johnson. I mean, he's he's been at St Johnson for a number of years now. I think he would he would he would take it if offered, but I don't think he would apply for it. And that. also he's done
0: all he can at St Johnson, he's taken as far as he can go, I think. Won well, the Scottish he, Cup. He won the Holy Grill. <laughs> well.
1: He won the Holy of Scottish football, he won the Scottish Cup. So
0: Is exactly. that what I mean? He's taken as far as he can go, so Yeah, St
1: John's. Well, I, probably well, overachieved. You could look at it in the sense of obviously all domestic cups are still are there to be won. Other obviously the League's not... That's not a concern. The The domestic cups, so obviously the League Cup and the Scottish Cup, they're there to be won, and he's won the biggest one, so he could still technically get the League Cup. Well, he can't now, but he could still technically add that to his list next season or whatever if he wanted to or tried to, but... What did you say? The League? The League Cup.
0: I thought you and just said the league, league, league and I was like, what? <laughs> the
1: yeah. Cup, the League Cup's still there to be won. If he won that, then he'd done the, the duo. He'd, he'd done the Scottish Cup and the League Cup, but... Uh, I think he deserves a bigger club not that club though I, I don't want him at Aberdeen no, I, think be, I
0: think that should be Aberdeen's number would one target
1: if Nolan Ireland offered him the job that in, if, oh, I've said this before if your your national team should be your that that's the biggest job to you that should be your big job and I think if Nolan Nor- Ireland did become the Nolan Ireland manager then that's that's perfectly reasonable enough recognition for the job he'd done at St Johnson oh, that he, he gets to manage his nation I think as I said before every manager should jump at the chance to manage your nation and I think he would but whether he'd be able to continue the success, I
0: mean, Michael O'Neill would have to be seen. Yeah. But I think it be a more than he'd be more than capable of doing the job. Right, so we'll move on here. and We'll talk a, a little bit about Celtic. Um, Celtic uh, sixty three games unbeaten. That is remarkable. Uh it's a honestly that so that's a fantastic achievement. Beating their own record. And a lot of pundits came out uh, uh, in the media, and they've been criticising uh, Celtic some beaten record uh, specifically Joey Barton if you remember that character Joey Barton uh, was on Top and Joey Barton effectively said that he's seen uh, some of the league teams do better than what Celtic have done and, t- and Tony Cascarano said that it means nothing because they're playing the likes of St Johnston, Ross County etc but I think, I think that's very disrespectful
1: what, well what the, I, this, is, this is I can take I can take I can I can slide Celtic I can take other people's side in Celtic Whatever, I can take Serbia fans like in any other Scottish team. But one thing I cannot stand is when English media try and have a try and have a say on Scottish football. That 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 Cas whatever. Aye. How how can he say the teams like Saint Johnson? Did Saint Johnson and Inverness not play the same team that put West Ham out of the Europa League? Uh, the, who was that? Uh, the team put them, put West Ham out two years in a row of the Europa League. Uh, I don't know. That, oh, I've completely forgot their name. But they played St. Johnson, and they played Inverness, and West Ham out to them twice. So, these people seem to think English football is, is up here, is, is up at the top of the pyramid. English football isn't as great as what they seem to think it is, and Scottish football isn't as bad as what they seem to think it is. Neil Lennon was saying, Neil Lennon said the other, the other day, that how can English the English media tell... To try, and, try and have a say on Scottish football and they don't know Scottish football they have, they have no history with Scottish football and our, our football doesn't need their input our, our, our football is perfectly fine without them and unlike their fans our fans are a bit more passionate yeah we say all our, the time we, our, our fans are more engaged with their game with it, apart from the as he said pron sandwich which brigade, brigade down in England it's all manufactured in English football. That the fans all manufactured. Scottish football's still raw. It's still got that passion about it.
0: Lennon hit the nail on the head when he said this. Our game's still working class. Yes. There's a, There's a more corporate etc. It's their game's I mean, not there. There's no soul in their
1: game. I'm not denying Scottish football is overpriced at times as well, but Scottish football still has your like. Could you see see I tell this as no offence to any other fan, but see Ann see a couple like Ann see if they were in England. They wouldn't be professional. They wouldn't be semi-professional. They'd probably be amateur because no-one would support them. No-one would support Annen. But the teams in Scottish football, they still have core fan bases. We still have core loyal fans that go, that go to the game. And even if it's 300 fans, you'd take those 300 Annen fans over 5,000 manufactured seats pretty much at like, I don't know who I think, a completely boring team. I don't know. There's only... There's plenty. Only, there's, only, there's, only, there's plenty. There's, like,
0: there's, plenty.
1: there's like, the only... There's only a handful of teams in England That are actually
0: Passionate fans And most of them Aren't in the Premier League <laughs> And you see what, oh, This is one thing as well Man United, for example eh, What was the note it was when I think it was Man United. Man City No it was Man, Man City Where Wayne Rooney really scored Against Man City Wayne Rooney went up Celebrating in front of The Man City fans Man City fans Or fans yeah, eh, Were taking photos Of Wayne Rooney really. I'm like it's it's This same, is same, a, a joke
1: the At the same when, Eng- when English fans Talk about their Passionate <laughs> fans This team always comes up Liverpool Liverpool eh, Mourinho comes out the, out the tunnel at Anfield and there's people taking photos of him Liverpool fans and this is the most biggest derby in the world and they're taking photos exactly. of the opposition manager so I don't think English English pundits and English fans are not in any position to comment on Scottish football especially one like Joey Barton who failed in Scottish football who couldn't handle playing Dundee away and gets pegged by Dundee players gets pegged by Hamilton players so I'm, I'm not having anything that, that that absolute disgrace of a footballer has to say because he's he, he done nothing in Scottish football He came up and he was part of the worst Rangers team At that time And couldn't handle it. He lost 5-1 to Celtic And he got, utter, he got humiliated by it As much as I don't like him He gets humiliated by Scott Brown Who couldn't handle it in England But yet he bullied uh, Joey Barton up and down that part um, yeah. and, and, they're six, and, they're, and they're run their own They're on their own They'll never be replicated by any other team in English football Because they could never be as dominant Yes Celtic have superior finances But no team could, rep- could replicate
0: that but see the fact though, though um, one thing that did annoy me was see when one thing Rangers fans will say well yeah they're like I agree with ban etc. I don't because see if Rangers went sixty three games unbeaten. I, you know what I'm like. I'll be I'll be raving about that constantly. That is regardless, right of the opposition. You need to, like, you need to go out there and beat whoever you're playing against. Celtic Celtic have done remarkable, and that is a fantastic achievement.
1: Rangers fans who try to belittle that achievement are just. They're are the only reason they're built on it is because they're jealous it's not them. That's the only reason. That's the only reason Rangers fans would belittle that they would say. Oh, but we we not It's not league. It's not even a case of we weren't in the league. <laughs> Rangers were in the league. It happened with Rangers in the league, and the the, the same sense is if I if Al- I Al- we went ten games unbeaten. You're you're right. You're gonna know about that. If, if Rangers went ten games unbeaten, you'd make sure people knew that. The fact that Celtic have went sixty three games unbeaten is nothing short of remarkable. They yeah, a that's 100% season. they went a full season unbeaten, only been well, only been beaten in European football which is nothing to be ashamed of. The teams that they were apart from uh, was it Lincoln Redimps or was it them? Yeah, that was uh, Roger's uh, first competitor game charge. Them, apart from them, every other loss that they've had in European football apart as well as a where they got beat as well. That's probably the games where you are like Oh, really, that, that, the games you would want to do you would want to lose but the rest that's fine <laughs> the rest of that is European games against most top most of the top teams and Scottish football they've done what they need to do so I Aye. don't see how you can belittle that
0: no, it's a, honestly that is a great achievement and, but uh, do you really think they'll go unbeaten this season I don't I don't
1: <laughs> well it's starting to get further into the season they've still not been unbeaten so I'm
0: starting to but get, there's but been there's been one it, or two real scares for been more, them
1: there's been moments but I'm I'm, I'm starting I'm, if, if we get in in February and they still haven't lost I'm going to be starting to get a bit nervous. However, I, I do think they're going to lose. I think it's going to, and I'm not even going to say it's going to be Allardy or it's going to be Rangers or it's going to be Hibs or Hearts. It's probably going to be end up being Ross County, away in Dingwall or something like that. I don't care. I don't know who,
0: I genuinely do not know is who what, it'll be. I, I don't is, know who it'll be. Just as long, is, as long as it ends.
1: <laughs> for all we you know, it could be Murdo. Murdo in the League Cup final. Away there, taking away their... When is that? next couple of weeks?
0: Uh, two weeks' time, I believe. Two weeks'
1: time. So I believe that take... That, I, I, I would love for my little to do it, because then that, that gets rid of the possible chances of another travel, so...
0: Well, I think and then, uh, I, I think everyone in Scottish Rube, apart from Celtic fans, wants Motherwell little win. or oh, half well, fans. And that.
1: that would give Rangers and Aberdeen fans reason to be like, we lost to the League Cup winners, so... That's <laughs> nothing to be
0: ashamed of. Yeah, so... Yeah, how long we went? Just, uh, an hour mm-hmm. So is there anything else That we need to discuss? I don't think There's much else now oh, oh, we'll... The fixtures the Oh yeah We need to mention uh, Dundee Oh Dundee United yeah. Dundee Dundee, they're in... and the Dun- Dundee United And Dundee Oh yeah Exactly <laughs> um, So yeah We'll talk about Dundee Dundee right now Sitting bottom of the league I mean, Do you think it'll be uh, A wee bit OTT Me saying They're in a crisis right now uh, They're in a real bad way they, to, they just
1: They just need to put A run of wins together you know? But what what a side note about that as well? I noticed Chris Boyd hasn't been saying anything about another uh, about uh, Neil McCann get appointed, and he was a pundit. So, and mm-hmm. he's, and Chris Boyd was happy to comment on Ian Cathro, but never commented on Neil McCann
0: stepping into the Dundee job, even though he was a pundit. I think well, see, well, like briefly though. See, I think Chris Boyd's main gripe with Ian Caffer was the fact that obviously he met him at like some SFA training, not SFA coaching course, and he said that Ian Cathro was like not very, didn't have good people skills, quite a, I don't know, what was it, awkward or something like that, he, he couldn't really communicate, he, he wasn't a good communicator or whatever, or a good speaker, so that's what his main gripe was, then he started to go on about the fact he's not played the game, that's where Boyd was totally wrong in saying that, but yeah, 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 as was were saying, uh, Dundee though, um, Dundee, yeah, they're in a real trouble made right now, Neil McCann really needs to, like, get this Dundee team sorted out
1: here falling out with one of your star players and your keeper as well is not a way to go about it yeah
0: but so what, what was the deal with that? I've I see, I briefly seen that headline I kind of glanced at it and then I didn't get a chance to read it what was the deal with that for me
1: I believe that it was an art it was stemming I, I do I, I'm, I, without knowing the full facts I think it might have been stemming from Bain's recent performances but and then Bain's like I don't know We minute here I've been one of the star players for Dundee for however many years now so I think mean, they've just fallen out, and I, I, for Dundee's sake, I hope they put it aside because Ben's easily, if not the best, one of the best players in that team, and he keeps them, he wins them a lot of points as well. So uh, I'm going to say it now. I think
0: you Neil know, McCann's going to get sacked very soon. I'd say McCann's he, going
1: to get sacked. I'd say he gets till December. I, if he gets, if he, if December comes and Dundee haven't gotten off the bottom of that table. And they're so looking like they're not
0: gonna do much. I think mean, they they'll just they'll save their time. I, I just don't see Dundee getting out of this rock because uh, you were telling me there um, Neil McCann's obviously fallen out with uh, the goalkeeper and I'm not what was it, who was the other player that he fell out with? Yeah,
1: I don't know
0: the other one. So if he's fallen out with uh Bain and obviously another Dundee player, I just like, it's like, it, like it's like the like Domino's, it would just keep falling. It'll get like i I just don't see any way back from Neil McCann here. I think I feel as though he's starting to start lose the dressing room and he, yeah, I don't see him lasting very much longer. As you said, until December, if Dundee aren't able to pick up the form, come December he'll be gone, 100%. So yeah, Dundee United appointed... Crossing the road. Uh, yes, we the road to Tanny East. cross the road to the championship. <laughs> um, Ch- what's it, Lazo. Has the has has made his return to, Scott, uh, to Scottish football and is the Dundee United manager? I'm quite happy to see him return. I think I, it's a decent I, appointment. I
1: think he, unf- he has unfinished business with Scottish football. I mean, he was harshly treated by Hearts. And I'm <laughs> wanting Dundee. I think Dundee United are going to come up as champions. I mean, I mean that appointment and any potential signings that Lazo will make in January, I mean I think you've seen take them
0: up. My manager of St Mirren I called it uh, a few weeks ago on the pod. I reckon St Mirren will win the league. I think... 100% only if they're able to keep a hold of Jack Ross. I
1: think that Dundee and I
0: are joint top...
1: They're either joint top or second. St Mirren are top. Having played very poorly. And that's a mark of a good sight that if they're playing poorly and they're still relatively there then I don't see why if they don't start playing well that they could easily take, overtake St Mirren. And I think Laszlo is an out of the box candidate as well considering the names that we're getting bandied about and then who they've actually got him I think, I think, he's, I think he's going to turn into to be a good sign because he, as I said he was at Hearts for 18 months the longest serving manager under Romanov as well so
0: and that's saying that's something because you know how
1: trigger happy Romanov was I think that he could I, the, I, 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 I just want them back up so I can see Dundonet against Hearts because I want to see Lazlo against Hearts because I've seen some Hearts fans trying to mock that appointment but yet he never done anything wrong at Hearts
0: and he he obviously got the bullet, which I don't understand. Yeah, but well put it as he didn't make a great start losing two just in the Petrovac cup. <laughs> At home. I mean come on, I right? I, I There's think, no excuse for that. I don't
1: think I don't think people that's a, that's it's a, a that's it's disastrous. A, it's a poor result, but I don't think it's. Oh, that it's not, is. It's not Laszlo's signing. honestly I don't know, but still. He, I and mean, he'd only been in the position what a day. <laughs> come on, like, right, United should not be
0: losing two Crusaders I, of all no, teams, I Crusaders. Don't even know if that I, I don't even know if he had time to get one train session. Still, started. come on, there's a, no. I do no, I'm sure he had plenty of time. Because oh, yeah, he got appointed. One day before. Was it not Thursday? I think it was Thursday. First no, first don't know. I think it was. was he not appointed one day before? I'm sure it was Wednesday. Before. I don't know. I'm. need to double check. But yeah, still, there's no excuse in that. Don United should be beating a I team like Crusaders. they should, be, they should not be losing home to Crusaders. Be, but I don't think Dundee United fans are
1: going to be too upset about it because let's face it who wants to win that who wants to win that cup
0: it's, a, it's another trophy you win John James come
1: on show Dundee, a bit of respect Dundee United won it last year and their fans didn't even like
0: didn't, didn't even want them to publicise it well put us by right Stephen Rangers <laughs> uh, went to the final at Hamden sold out sold out mate it's a trophy
1: be- you win that's just because Rangers fans were like yes we're going to do it this time
0: and I'm going to be here to see us do it I know I can't wait to tell my grandchildren that I was there that day I was there oh, what a day that was I was there when we beat the fishermen up here at
1: Ibrox to finally secure our part time trophy after three years
0: oh, it, was, it was a long time coming it was a long time coming to say the least yeah but uh, trouble as well I think it's a decent appointment but I still believe uh, St Mirren will win the league one hundred
1: percent. I think Shabazz will bring a lot, of much needed steel to that Dundee United side. he's, he seems like a very tough captain. Well, not t- not tough as, any he couldn't be spoke speaking to. But I think he's got that steel about him that would implement some of a toughness into the Dundee United side. Cause they seem, I think everyone said that about Dundee United. They look a bit soft. Mm. We've seen it over the years with with Ray McKinnon. they have seen it when the year they went down as well. They were still too soft. I never thought
0: Ray McKinnon was going to get, get Dundee United promoted.
1: Ray, Ray McKinnon had obviously been well known to the Dundee United Dundee board and Dundee United fans. I thought it could have worked out. but it, it was always doomed to fail when they they never went up last season. If he'd yeah. if you, if have won at Hamilton, he could have maybe done something. He could have maybe, maybe built a premiership side. But obviously as soon as that failed, Dundee United. I mean, as soon as that happened, I think they should have got rid of him. I mean, they should have got someone else in.
0: Yeah, so uh, the bully we uh, Clyde yeah. appointed Danny Lynn an old face um, so what do you make of that now it's a decent appointment I think he needs to really build up his reputation again he after done, that disaster at our.
1: he done fantastic with Cowan Beef getting back to back promotions went to St Mirren won the League Cup kept them in the Premiership and then St Mirren got power hungry having, St Mirren thought they could be more when they weren't prepared to be more at that time they could have been more if they'd given Lennon time. His hacking was very, very harsh. If they'd have given Lennon... He got backstabbed by his his assistant. That's what, that's
0: what happened. Tommy Craig. It, what a absolute shambles that was.
1: His, his assistant backstabbed him and then ended up taking the club down. So.
0: Yeah, because Tommy Craig, that was just a complete mess he of mean, an appointment. And then I think he got sacked when about... I, can't, I don't know what time uh, in the season he got sacked. Then who was it? Gary... Oh, what's his name? It, it, was it not
1: uh, Ian? Was it not the Dumbarton manager?
0: No, no, it was that player, Gary Teal. It was Gary oh, Teal um, who took over to the end of the season, then St. Mirren uh, got relegated. Uh, yeah. obviously, and obviously, they've been down there since. But
1: their, their assistant, uh, he got he got backstabbed by his assistant. He's probably glad to be shot at him now. And then he went to Alloa, where he got him promoted and then got him relegated. He got him into the championship and got them relegated to the League One, and then Jim Goodwin takes over. But I don't, I don't, I think he need to, going to Clyde, he could do something. Clyde have got the biggest budget in League Two. So
0: you'd imagine that a manager of his capabilities would get them Yeah, And just going back uh, to Daniel Leonard at St Mirren see when the season he got sacked or not sacked but I think his contract ran out did they just decide he not renew it? I think St Mirren finished like 7th or 8th the table. they were doing well St. exactly what more were the St Mirren board St. St. What, what, what they were expecting so much more and I don't know why Like as you said that's a great point you made they were getting power hungry because they won the League Cup they were expecting the, 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 like, the board were expecting St Mirren to finish in the top six the that's where St Mirren were never the going way, to finish the way they were going
1: St Mirren could have been a, I'm not saying they would have they, they would have been but they could have been a top six side had you given uh, Danny Lennon about another year another year or two to get to keep Saint Mirren steadily improving, but you don't just get the top six instantly. Saint Mirren, are they aren't a big club. They they are not a big club. They are a well run club though, so they could have had a bit of success had Lenin got time to build his squad more. But they got power hungry. Decided to just not renew his contract. Gets backstabbed by his assistant. And then it's
0: just all downhill from there. And see, so. so when they won the League Cup, right, when they beat Celtic in the final, and then they went on to beat Hurts in the final, they were punching well above their weight. Weren't and credit to have, them, they've done fantastic. They had no right to win any exactly, of the games. Exactly. And as you said, power hungry, and then the board were expecting much more. And they thought they were bigger than what they were. And look, they ended up paying the price by getting relegated. and But right now, they're starting to rebuild and also got. A real uh, good manager on Jack Ross who can go on to well, I think he'll go on to do some great things uh, as a manager. So be interested to see what happens there. And uh, yeah. Is there anything else we need to cover, John James? I think that's I don't that's, think so. that's pretty much <laughs> it. Job of say uh, for this weekend.
1: Uh, so the fixtures start on half twelve on Saturday with Ross County
0: Celtic. Ross County Celtic? Yep. Um I'm gonna go for a Celtic to continue their unbeaten run and Celtic will win 3-0 eh, I'll go for 2-1 Celtic
1: eh, then
0: it's Aberdeen Muller Aberdeen Mullerwell I think Mullerwell lost the last game against County was it? Yes yes Um, Aberdeen Mullerwell Petaudry yeah I'm going to go for a, a one each eh, I think I would I, would look at, I
1: think I would win. I
0: think it would be 2-0 2-0 Aberdeen uh, Dundee at home to Kilmarnock. Dundee at home to, uh, Dundee at home to Kelly. Dundee are in a really poor run of form at the moment. Kelly, obviously, they beat hearts in their last game. And Steve Clark will keep Kilmarnock up. I firmly believe that. I'm going to go for a Kilmarnock 2 0 victory. Uh, I think Kelly are going to breeze this 3 1. Boyd uh, to get the score sheet. Uh, him to be in the reserves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Himps host St Johnson. Hibs St. Johnson. Mm-hmm. St Johnson are probably on a form. Hibs uh won the last two games, beat Motherwell, and they beat Dundee, I think. Um, I'm going to go for a 1 0 Hibs. Uh, I think that it's uh, 2 1 Hibs. Uh, Rangers Hamilton. Rangers Hamilton. Um, I think Rangers will finally win three games in a row. Graham Murphy will do something that Pedro Casina cannot do, and I'm going to go for a one 0 Rangers win uh, I think it'll be 2-0 Rangers uh, and then Sunday Hearts 3-Partick Hearts 3-Partick I'll go for a 2-2 um, uh, I
1: think uh, one each so championship championship isn't on it's a Scottish Cup weekend but there is a championship picture on the Sunday so you know uh, that's Dundee United
0: to host Falkirk the United Towers Falcott. I'm going to go for a. Uh, I think Trevor gets will get his first win and it will be 2 1 United Yeah, I think they're going to breeze past St Falcott, 2 0. So I think that's it, John James. Yep. We've covered everything. So we'll be back uh, next week, guys. So until then, take care and we will see you soon.